0: This is Dr. Mark Rosenberg of the Safaris, and today on The Anatomy of a Hit, we will be discussing a great doo-wop dance record by Danny and the Juniors. (music) Yes, it's at the hop reaching number one in 1958. Danny Rapp, Frank Maffey, Joe Terry, and Dave White met at John Bartram High School and started singing together in the mid-50s. Danny Rapp, who sang lead, was still a student at Shaw Junior High. He was a little guy from a big Irish-American family, smaller and younger than the other guys, but he was a leader. He's the one who made the guys practice and came up with some choreography and routines that would turn them into an act. Thanks to Danny, they got pretty good. The group performed at school parties and sock hops and made a name for themselves around Philly. They practiced whenever they found time, in their cars, in the school hallways, whatever. One night, they decided to go to a street corner where a local record producer named John Madera lived. After telling the boys to get lost a few times because they were waking up his kid, Madera finally went downstairs for a listen. And the boys weren't bad, he thought to himself. In fact, they were good enough for an introduction to local disc jockey Larry Brown and his partner Artie Singer, who had a record label called Singular Records. How did they get their name? Joe Terry of the group explains on the Vinyl City Broadcasting Show.
1: Artie Singer, who recorded us, changed the name to Danny and the Juniors. Because in those days there were groups like the Hilltoppers and the Four Aces, and suddenly it became Al Alberts and the Four Aces, Jimmy Sackett and the Hilltoppers. So he said, why don't we start that way? We'll go Danny and the Juniors. So we talked it over, and we decided that no matter what, no matter who left, even if Danny left, we would continue the name Danny and the Juniors.
0: It was 1957, and John Madera and Dave White of the group wrote a song called Do the Bob." John Madera sang the lead, and Danny and the Juniors sang in the background. John paid for the session, told the engineer what to do, and played Jerry Lewis's record for the musicians, that's the kind of feel he wanted on the record. Let's hear Do the Bot. Danny and the Juniors with John Madera singing the lead. people at Singular Records brought the song to Dick Clark to see if he would play it. Here's Dick Clark on tape explaining what his reaction to the song actually was. Now, I've heard so many number one songs years. a lot of people say, boy, I bet you can spot a hit the first time you hear it. Well, my average is about average, but I did have a hand in helping Danny and the juniors
1: get their first hit. They brought in a song called Do the Bop. Now, it was written about a
0: a dance that was popular in the fifties and I pointed out to him that the bop was sort of you know losing its popularity they might be better off if they changed the name to something like uh, at the hop and that was my contribution to musical history so with a lot of lyric changes John Madeira and Dave White rewrote the lyrics like Dick Clark suggested and with Danny Rapp of the group singing lead and the song re-recorded With the new lyrics over the original musical track, they had a smash hit. Just as a side note, many of you oldies fans might remember Dick Clark was involved with the Paola scandal. Well, one of the people involved with the business end of the song, At The Hop, claimed that Dick Clark got 50% of the publishing rights to At The Hop as a condition for playing the record on American bandstand. Nothing has really been proven because prior to the Paola trial, Dick Clark divested all his musical businesses. In an interview with John Madera and group member Frank McFay on his Peter the Heater show, John and Frank talked about the actual recording session at the Hop.
2: Danny New Jr.'s three kids from Southwest Philadelphia, right? Frank, Frank and McFay. Joe Terranabe, Danny, Danny Rap, and what boggles my mind: three musicians in the studio, <laughs> three singers, and you come out with a number one record that sounded so big.
1: <laughs> you know, I know nobody believes there was only three musicians on it. <laughs> the back, you got to really have that. The sound of that record really was the piano, and that was Walter Gates. The driving beat of that thing, oh my God. Man, listen to me, that that was the deal.
0: And in the same interview, we find out how much the recording session actually costs in making the record at the hop. Listen.
1: And that was it, three musicians and bam. And for the folks out there, can you
2: imagine The cost of this session back then, it was nothing. $180. (laughs) I remember remember it was $180. $180, At the Hop in 1957,
1: becomes the number one record in America.
0: Now, how did At the Hop become an overnight hit? Well, on December 2nd, 1957... The group got a frantic phone call from the dick clark american bandstand producer that little anthony and the imperials the last minute canceled their appearance on american bandstand they asked danny and the juniors to fill in immediately which they agreed they did an on-air lip-sync performance of their new release song at the hop well after this performance The bandstand switchboard lit up with hundreds of callers wanting to know about the group and the new song. A week after Danny and the Juniors had made their emergency fill-in appearance on bandstand, At the Hop hit the Billboard pop chart, and within a month, it was the number one record in America. There were several covers of At the Hop. Nick Todd, Pat Boone's brother, did a rendition in the same year, 1958, which reached number 21 on the charts.
2: You can rock it, you can roll it Do the stop and even stroll it At the hop, 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 hop When the record starts to spin And you chalipso with your chicken At the hop, 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 hop Do the dance sensation that is sweeping the nation At the hop, 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 hop Let's go to the hop Oh, baby Let's go to the hop Oh, baby Let's go to the hop Oh, baby Let's go to the hop
0: Chubby Checker recorded the song as well.
2: Yeah. Well, you can rock it, you can roll it, do the slap and even stroll it at the house. Yeah, or when the record starts spinning, get your lips away, your chicken at the house. That's sweet the at the hop. Let's go, come on now. Twisting at the hop. Woo! Twisting at the hop. Yeah, twisting at the hop. Come on, baby. Twisting at the hop. Come on. Let's go leave it. Twisting at
0: the hop. To show you what a big hit at the hop was all over the world, the group from Belgium called the Big Problem Rockers did a version.
2: Do the dance station that's weeping the nation Let's go through the hump Let's go through the hum Let's go through the hump Let's go to the hum Let's go through the
0: Hump The Sherries, a girls group from Japan also recorded the song. Side of that hop became a doo-wop favorite to this day. Let's hear a portion of that song. It's called Sometimes When I'm All Alone. Sometimes when
1: Tell myself beware. Ooh, ah. Remember then radio.com. All oldies all the time.
2: Remember
1: then radio,
2: the soundtrack of our lives, playing all the oldies, on that you can rely. We are your best companion Every single night and day So join us for sweet memories That will surely come your way
0: Danny and the juniors' follow-up to At the Hop Also became a hit, reaching number 19 in the same year It was called Rock and Roll is Here to Stay Joe Terry of the group in an interview with Vinyl City Broadcasting explained how the song came to be.
1: Well, at the hop was was such a huge hit. I mean, it was on the charts for almost 6 months. It was number 1 for 7 weeks. And the record company said, "Listen, you're going to have to get something that is similar, mm-hmm. you know, because we we don't want to change the bag." Yeah. So, uh We were listening to a stack of records and Little Richard had a B-side that that he, if I forget what even the song was, and there was a line in it that said, rock and roll is here to stay. And we were having dinner, David White and myself and my father and mother, and my father said, you know, you've been telling me that the, the, the newspapers are giving you a hard time. You know, we do these big shows with Chuck Berry and mm-hmm. Little Richard. Afterwards, the reviews weren't real good. Uh, mainstream America thought rock and roll was going to be a passing fad. So he said to me, why don't you guys fight back? And David was our writer, so he went home and wrote, Rock and Roll is here to stay. In 1957,
0: 1958, rock and roll music wasn't being well received throughout all corners of America. For example, in January 1958, St. Louis radio station KWK had all rock and roll music banned from its playlist. The disc jockey there, during a much-promoted record-breaking week, ceremoniously gave every rock and roll record in the station's library a farewell spin before smashing them into pieces. So the song Rock and Roll Here to Stay became something of a rock and roll anthem Let's hear that great follow-up song. Danny and the Juniors with Rock and Roll is here to stay. show you how you can take a song and do a variation of it here is a cover version by terry gore making a blues rendition of rock and roll is here to stay As was mentioned, John Madera and Dave White, who was the original member of the group, wrote At the Hop. Well, they became a pretty good writing team, having written songs for other artists. They wrote this song for Chubby Checker The Fly. Len Barry, lead singer of the Dovells, left for a solo career. Madera and White wrote this number one record for Len Barry in 1963. Do you remember one, two, three?
2: Candy from a baby. And in
0: 1964, they wrote this big hit record for Leslie Gore, the classic song, You Don't Own Me. Danny and the Juniors had two other hits making the charts which weren't as big the song Dotty hit number 38 in 1958 listen And the song, Twistin' USA, reached number 27
2: in 1960. Everybody twist!
0: They're twistin' in a Cleveland,
2: in a Kansas City too. They're whittlin' in a Wildwood, in a Pittsburgh and St. Louis. So baby, get ready, I'm a gonna twist with you. Baby. Making with the shaking to and fro. Yeah, well now from Boston to LA. Oh baby, twisting in the U.S.A. The music,
1: the memories. Remember then, radio.com.
0: After the group broke up, Danny Rapp, the group's lead singer, took a shot at civilian life and moved out west. He had a wife and kids and got a job as assistant manager in a toy factory. And for a while, he even drove a cab in 1962. But Danny was not happy and decided to get back into singing. He hit the road with his latest version of Danny and the Juniors, which included a four-piece band, a singer who called himself Bobby C., and another singer, a young woman. He made a mistake, by having an affair with that woman, and his marriage ended in divorce. Joe Terry had received a phone call from Danny Rapp in Arizona much later, around Christmas of 1982, shortly before Danny committed suicide. He said, quote, he was just on the road pounding it out. He said, I'm tired. I'm coming off the road. There was no hint about hurting himself, other than the fact he was tired. On the Jerry Blavitt Show, the Geeter with the Heater, Frank explained more about Danny's state of mind.
2: How old was he when he when he passed away?
1: Forty two. And you know, it was a, a suicide. Of course, he was. He, he was yeah, drinking and drinking and drinking. And, and, yeah, you know. he. Uh, I I don't know. He had some, his demons, uh, and he sought relief with alcohol and uh, as you know that doesn't work and finally he he just had enough he went to Quartzsite Arizona where he had he had broken up with his girlfriend and she was taken off back to San Diego where she lived he tried to follow her he stopped in Quartzsite Arizona started drinking and Court, I don't, you've never been there the court site, I would imagine, but it's just one giant flea market where they do nothing but sell guns. <laughs> and he bought a gun.
0: Danny Rapp's body was found in the hotel room on Sunday, April 3rd, with a single self-inflicted gunshot wound to the right side of the head. He committed suicide in 1983 in a Holiday Inn in Arizona with a shotgun. It's so sad to lose a great performer and rock and roll legend in that way let's hear that great song we were talking about today that was one of the greatest duo dance records of all times it's Danny and the juniors with at the hop <laughs>
2: Chillets a win the chicken at the hop Do the dance sensations and sweeping the nation at the hop Let's go to the hot let's go to the hop Oh baby let's go to the high Oh baby let's go to the Mama, let's go to the heart Well you can swing and you can groove Can't hit their kicks at the hop Let's go Let's go to the
0: This is Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please tune in next time for the Anatomy of the Hit. Goodbye, everybody.